This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. It was five years ago, hard to believe, five years ago that Jim had us all in stitches with his Ontario hookup story. This has become legendary. Across Canada, there was radio DJs ripping this thing off. We heard a, a couple of uh, of knockoffs of your original, Jim. None of them came even close to being as funny as yours. Some of them gave me a shout-out, though I appreciate that. They Some of them pretended it was their original it. idea, yeah, yeah, but yeah. whatever. I kind of stole it, too. It, it was, it was uh, an instant classic, and we've got to celebrate here. Get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. It's Jim and his Ontario hookup. Jim wanted to honor some of the smaller towns in uh, in the area just before Canada's birthday here, and you wanted to do it in a unique way. Yeah, I wanted to tell a story and see how many small town names I could drop in there suddenly or uh, subtly and see if people would pick up on it. So I wrote a short story, and there's probably about 40 town names I dropped in this one. See if you can pick them up, okay, Taz? I'm going to tell you the story here. Okay, the it's name of the story? The Ontario Hookup. By Jim Kelly. Well, I was outside of the pub last night having a Dartmouth when I uh, didn't actually have a wingman man with me, but I was still looking to get Lucknow. When all of a sudden this broadhagen came up to me and asked if she could Peter- Peterborough my lighter. She was dressed in an Orangeville tank top and moose and knee high boots, and she was uh, looking to party. She pulled out a bag of Etobicoke, and we snuck into the bathroom and got a little Del High. I gotta be honest, looking at her, there was a whole list of things wrong with her, but mark of my words, I was desperate and aching for some Flesherton. We drank some uh, Bancroft beers and had a chatham about our lives, and when the bill came, I pulled out a wad of cash, and she looked at the money and said, God, you're rich. I said, yeah, I make money hand over fist. I'd have to be a blind river not to pick up the vibes she was putting out. She was pretty much throwing her Beaverton at me. We left the bar and hopped in a Kappa's casing. I popped a minto on my mouth. The next thing you know, we're back at her place making out in the kitchener. <laughs> Turns out she was a little King Cardin, too. She excused herself to the Bathurst and came out Delaware in nothing but her birthday Sault Ste. Marie. <laughs> you know, her Tecumseys were kind of wasaga, but I didn't mind. <laughs> we headed into the bedroom and I started using my Palmerston. <laughs> then my Fingal. I was really working that Clinton. <laughs> You wouldn't believe the Owen sound she was making. (laughs) Well, and the next thing you know, I hear a knock at the door, Chester, and she freezes. Thomas, she says. I pointed to myself and said, this ain't Thomas. She said, no, Thomas is my (laughs) ex-husband. Well, God, things were looking pretty Grimsby, so at that point, I I realized it was time to exit her. So I gathered my (laughs) Mount Bridges and made a dashwood out the window. Moral of the story, Taz, be careful with strangers, because after that day, I was feeling pretty Elderton, and when I peed, it shell burned for weeks. <laughs> the best. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we have a video. Can you repost the video? Yeah, it's popping up not? in everyone's yeah. Facebook memories, so we'll post that on our uh, Facebook page. I think it's just like just shy of a million views, too, like 970,000. Let's get it over the top. Yeah, for sure. So we'll post the Ontario hookup on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you want to share it around. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, we had some details yesterday that Travis Barker from Blink-182 had been rushed to the hospital. We now know a little bit more about what's going on, his condition. Apparently, he was having intense abdominal pain. This is according to Entertainment Tonight. Courtney Kardashian, 
his gal thought they should call 911. And it turns out he has pancreatitis. Hmm. Yeah. Symptoms include fever, nausea, vomiting, and weight loss. Pancreatitis can be pretty serious. Yeah. I get that confused with pancreatic cancer. Um, but I just Googled it. It's the redness and swelling of the pancreas. This happens when your digestive juices or enzymes attack the pancreas. Hmm. It can be healed. This is much better than having pancreatic cancer. You need your pancreas. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. This absolutely. isn't like your appendix where mm-hmm. they can just pull this thing out. So uh, hopefully Travis Barker is doing better. I just hate hearing stuff like this. You know, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. and mm-hmm. There's speculation that... Uh, the the cause of his pancreatitis could be a colonoscopy that he got. So it's kind of like how it, you'll you should eat salad and then you hear about a uh, romaine lettuce recall. You know, because it's making everyone sick from salmonella. Yeah, yeah. And they always say if you hit a certain age, you got to get a colonoscopy every certain amount of years. You're trying to be healthy. You're trying to do the right thing. You get your colonoscopy and then it causes your pancreas to inflame. That's weird. The docs say it's rare. It is very rare for that to happen. Obviously, we hear more about it. But, um, yeah, I don't know how that triggered that. But They must really get that thing right up there, huh? I wonder if it, like, jabbed something, hit the wrong spot, and then there was a... Because, yeah, I'm going to read more about this because I'm kind of scared by it, to be honest. I'm getting to the age, Jim. I know. Have you had one? I have never had a colonoscopy. Yeah, but, I've never even had the old finger check, the the one you do. Well, I think when you hit your 35. honeymoon is coming up next summer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a first time for everything, pal. Now that uh, may trigger something else. I don't know. Let's be careful. I, I'm going to keep it for the trained professionals, I think. <laughs> Get well soon, Travis Barker. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Canada Day long weekend. And gas prices going down tomorrow. Hmm. Wow, that's a nice treat. They're going down considerably. Um, around 11 cents a liter. Prices will drop in both London and Hamilton, according to experts. So <laughs> that sounds great, but still, uh, gas going to be around 193.9 in Hamilton and 192.9 in London. Hmm. Still way too high. Yeah, it's still like it's weird how you get used to it, and if it drops below two, you're like, "Hey!" But really, it's it was almost at one like two years ago, right? So now, part of this is the uh, promised gas tax cut of five point seven cents per liter from the uh, Doug Ford Conservative Ontario government. So what what is the what is the tax that we're currently paying? The tax. So this is from Ontario.ca slash gasoline tax. The tax rates are 14.7 per liter of unleaded gasoline. Uh, the gasoline will be reduced from 14.7 cents to 9.9 cents, 9.0 cents per liter, representing a 5.7 cents per liter cut. Okay. Now, is there the carbon tax on top of that too? Are those separate? Well, there's federal taxes on, on it yeah. as well. So. Uh, this is going to cost, this is going into effect tomorrow, and it's going to last until December 31st, this uh, gas tax cut in Ontario, and it's going to end up costing the province $645 million. That's what they're losing out on. But the tax they've been collecting has basically doubled with the gas prices over the last year. 
So they're yeah, still making yeah. tons of money from from people at the pumps. Yeah, because it's basically a percentage of what you're selling. So yeah, they're still raking it in. Long overdue, but a band-aid solution, some are saying. Uh, but it will see uh, customers benefiting as the tax cut takes effect tomorrow. It really does seem like the least they could do. I mean, if the tax, <laughs> if the gas prices are up sixty cents to where they should be, what is five point seven cents really? I mean, it's better than nothing, of course, but I mean, it's barely anything. Like Band Aid solution is the best way to put it, I guess. Yeah, the prices have doubled. The amount of tax they're collecting <laughs> at the pumps has doubled. Yeah, yeah. With the prices, not much of a sacrifice they're so making here. Give us a little cut. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. It is. Time to learn some Mandarin with Jim Kelly and his soccer team, Great Wall FC. Mm-hmm. We've been going for weeks now, Jim, and we've learned some great phrases. Yeah, Jio, which is let's go. Right. Newbie, which is super, super awesome. awesome. And Ni Hai Yo, I think, which is I love you. Is that it? There's been three, yeah. We haven't. Uh, that, uh, what are we missing? Well, how? What's hello? Because you knew hello. Oh, uh, that's ni hao. Ni hao. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I knew there was uh, there was a little more that we had been. But that was just something I learned before I went to the first right. game. To be accepted. Yeah, yeah. You, you wanted to go works. in and. And I mean, like you go to America, and you're like, howdy, y'all. <laughs> okay, so uh, big win last night. Yeah, five one. I let in a penalty shot. But Jim, pretty Jim's good a goalie. Effort. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's nice. Five one. Almost got the shutout. And after the game, you uh, you learned a new phrase. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Big day for Great Wall FC. Five one win. I'm here with our fearless leader, Ben. Ben, I think we're really clicking. What do you think, buddy? I think we're playing better and better. Uh, I think uh, as long as Jim is uh, uh, keeping the our goal safe, uh, we are ready to fight, man. <laughs> Going into the Canada Day long weekend, I want to go back sure. to my family and friends, and I want to teach them Mandarin. Okay. So what do you got today for me, Ben? All right. Today, I think we are going to do a uh, victory. 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 So you say this after a big win? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shirley. Uh, we got a victory. We have we we got a Shirley. And too many more Shirleys. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I don't know how pluralization works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of was like, yeah, 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 you can say that. It's wrong, but you can say it. (laughs) We will allow it. Only in Ohio. This is pretty interesting. There is a 72-year-old man from Ohio who recently became the first person ever to be diagnosed with a condition called whistling scrotum. I have n- never expected those two words to be beside each other. Whistling scrotum. <laughs> this is how it works. This is a, a, a like legitimate story from a medical journal. <laughs> it's a case study from uh, the American Journal of Case Reports. And what happened is this guy showed up at the emergency room. He noticed a hissing sound coming from down below. Like a tire with a hole in it? Like a a pinhole leak? Yeah, I would assume. I don't know. Maybe maybe a balloon when you pull the the nozzle of the balloon together. Like a... 
<laughs> Your wife is like, go get that checked out. Maybe you should get that <laughs> what looked is at. That? Your balloon knot's leaking. Uh, whistling scrotum is so he he had air trapped in his body. What he was out of breath, and apparently the only place that the air could escape was his scrotum. He wow. had had a uh, a surgery recently down there. Oh. And there was, uh, I guess it didn't close up all the way. Yeah, I was thinking maybe the skin was just the weakest there. It's very thin. Yeah. Almost translucent. But, um... You could see, like, when a balloon is released and it flies around the room. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Except it's attached to you. (laughs) Similar look there. So it, so the body, so it's like gas or, or air was stuck in his body. So it found the path of least resistance to right. escape, which was like a, a almost healed cut on his body. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And down below whistling. gravity, gravity would would take it out there, and, and it was making a whistling sound. So that is wild. So when you say whistling, it legitimately was a, a whistling scrotum. Yeah. So it can't just be. Or it can't just be like air coming out, it ha- like on a tire. It has to be. There, there was a be sound. A, a note. There was a sound. Uh, they were able to uh, drain the air from his body. He's been released. He's in good condition. Uh, he may have some issues over the next couple of years, but they think the whistling should stop. Uh, if I were him, I, I may have just kept it. It's, it could almost be a, a money maker for you if you could harness that talent oh at my parties. God. Oh, 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 my God. Jerry's got his scrotum out again. <laughs> Take the show on the road. <laughs> Everybody. Hey. <laughs> that is one talented scrot. <laughs> I want to see you. Peacock. Your peacock! Your peacock! Your peacock! Your peacock! Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Here we go. We're doing sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy. And some interesting conflict resolution in the Boston Celtics organization. I love this story. This is a good one. So Kendrick Perkins was on J.J. Reddick's podcast the other day, and he was asked about the beef between Ray Allen and Ray John Rondo. Now, there are a couple different stages to the beef between Allen and Rondo. Uh, Ray Allen at one point was part of the big three with Boston. They won an NBA title. He later left Boston for Miami. That was a source of friction. But really, the issues on the team date back to 2008 when they won their championship. And it apparently all is about Ray Allen pushing the team to potentially trade Rajon Rondo for Chris Paul. Rajon Rondo did not appreciate that. And the two were going back and forth. And it got to the point where when they arrived at the practice facility one day, the team said, you guys have to fight this out. Literally, they gave them boxing gloves and they had them fight. <laughs> Do we know who won? We don't know who won, and it also did not appear to work. The, uh, the relationship. Not- I was just going to say we should do this more often, but maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> the relationship. Jim and I should be doing this every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I should out, move on. 
the relationship did not exactly uh, repair after that. Now, Kendrick didn't go into like extreme detail about all the different uh, aspects that led to those two guys not liking one another. And really, when you think about it, one person might feel better about beating the other guy, but the guy who lost is now going to have an extra reason to be pissed off because yeah. now he just lost a boxing match in front of all his friends. <laughs> hey, worth a shot, though, in theory. <laughs> You know, you see guys getting fights all the time, especially if there's alcohol involved, and they'll full on be fist fighting one minute, and the next minute they're hugging and crying and shaking hands, yeah, cheersing each other, doing shots. That's usually if you're a stranger, though. You know what I mean. But if you have to see the guy the next day <laughs> when you sober up, it may not be the same thing. When you think about all the uh, time that pro athletes spend with one another, it's more than like their family. Like they're around uh, these people, you know, almost every day for uh, for hours upon hours. Yeah. So you can see it's well, it's uh, like what, being they, in they a band together to, or being uh, doing a radio show with someone. I completely understand why you'd want to knock the other guy. Stop <laughs> bringing up us getting in a fist fight, Taz. <laughs> You need to have Unless not do one for boxing match. You need to do like three or five. Like just keep fighting until you just get too tired to hate each other. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim, who's this? It's Rob. Rob, what movie have you walked out of? Showgirls. <laughs> really? You could stand up? Yeah, after, after we saw our boobs, we didn't need to stay anymore. <laughs> that must have been awkward if you're sitting in the middle and you had to walk past everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'd present the butt to them. <laughs> Well, it was like the last bit. I think we missed where she threw the beads on the stage and the girl fell. Like, we missed a little bit, but... It seems like you remember a lot of the movie, considering you walked out of it. Well, he rented it on DVD several times after. Yeah, we watched it after. We wanted to see how it ended, but and we wanted to see her <laughs> boobs again, so... All right, so classy. Great. Thanks, Rob. What was your name, Jesse, from Saved by the Bell? Jessica Spano. Jesse Spano, oh, yeah. I can't remember the actress's name. She will always be Jesse Elizabeth... Spano. Bur Banks. Berkeley. Bankley. No, Berkeley. Elizabeth Yeah, you Berkeley. might be right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Julian here. Julian, you've walked out of a movie as an adult. Which one? Uh, it was actually a few years ago, that movie, The Green Knight. Um, I can't even remember. I was trying to think of how to explain the movie, but I don't even remember it. I've that heard well. it's like a, it's like I a medieval knight, but he just kind of wanders around. It's supposed to be very cinema. Uh, the cinematography is supposed to be great, but it, there's no plot and like no artsy, talking. An artsy fartsy kind of movie, yeah. and you were expecting yeah, an action. There was a lot of hype about it. I just and the critics uh, were really saying it was a great movie, and I just couldn't see it. It uh, didn't take me long to walk out. Honestly, Who, critics are the worst. That one? I don't. I think it was a no name. Was one, it honestly. Adam Driver? Or? The Green Knight. It was recent. It was less than two years ago. It was this year they were still playing it. it Matt was, Damon? Um, I know the actor was a more uh, up-and-coming actor. Dev Patel. Dev Patel, yeah. that's right, from Barry Slumdog Kogan. Millionaire. That Barry guy. Kogan, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Joker. So he, he, you would give it two thumbs down. You didn't end up renting that one to see how it ended. You didn't care. No, not at all. The only thing I remember is I think it was a spinoff of something to do with the King Arthur's Court or something, uh, that old movie. Yeah, yeah. Or, Sword in yeah. the Stone. That was a great one. I didn't walk out of that one. The I cartoon? Wanted, that was a great That's, one. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Julian. Yeah, Stephen King on Twitter asking what movie you walked out of as an adult. He left uh, Transformers. Didn't like it. Not the cartoon. The cartoon was great. Mm -hmm. We got time for one more of these calls. Uh, talking about movies you've walked out of as an adult. You hated the movie so much you left. Go ahead. I wish I would have walked out of Wayne's World. 
Really? Yeah. The movie looked dumb from the previews, and my buddy said, we'll go, and if you don't like it, I'll pay you back your money. And I tried to leave, and he was like, no, 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 stay, stay. It's going to get better. And, man, the movie sucked. Did you take the money back? Yep. I loved Wayne's World. How old were you when you saw it? I was probably 18. So what movies do you find funny? Oh, I like some funny movies, but that movie was just slapstick, dumb. Yeah, what do you, yeah. th- what do you think what, is the best the comedy? funniest movie ever? Funniest movie? Yeah. Oh, what was that woman that had that killer rabbit that went around in the... Uh, well, now I'm like starting to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> killer rabbit, like the B movie? The knights and the, the guy who... The knights and the killer rabbit. So up. you're talking about Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah, that was funny. Okay. Okay, well, that's, yeah, that's a good call. Oh, and a lot, of, a lot of movies by Robin Williams were funny. So he just, uh, you, you didn't like the Wayne's World? Yeah, I just didn't like it. Hmm. But I got my money back, so I was happy. There's proof that it's so, so subjective. Mm-hmm. I love Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World's good. It's not, like, I think... Wayne's World 2 might be superior. Yeah, I think it's a great movie. It's hard to tell sometimes if you just love the nostalgia or if it was really funny. Yeah, but we're getting messages here, text messages. People say, talented Mr. Ripley walked out of it. I thought that was a pretty good movie. I enjoyed talented Mm. Mr. Ripley as well. Also, somebody said they walked out of Bad Grandpa. Now, that's with Johnny Knoxville, and it's basically a spinoff of his old grandpa character from the Jackass movies where he's getting crashing his scooter and everything like that. He said he walked out of that one. Aren't you aware of what you're in for? Yeah. Because ba- if you like Jackass, I would assume you like Bad Grandpa. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Well, like you said, the critics will, uh, will say one thing. The audience often will say something else, so... One man's walkout of movie is another man's favorite movie. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Final day of June, Canada Day coming up tomorrow. Jim had all these uh, these great Canadiana topics for the game we just played with Game of Palooza. We only got to use one of them. Mm-hmm. Ten things is the game. I, I, we get to listen to you guys play the game all the time. I want because it's hard. We know that people choke. Yeah. Once that distracting timer starts playing. It's like when you're golfing and people are watching. It's the first tee and people are on the patio. The pressure's on. It's a different game. Yeah, so uh, because you went to so much trouble coming up with these topics, I would like to play 10 things. Okay, you got the timer ready, too? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things. Got to make it official there. Yeah, yeah. All Canadian-themed here. 30-second timer. What is my subject? Okay, listen carefully. Name 10 ways to stuff a beaver. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hold on a second. What? To stuff a beaver? Yes, go. What do you mean? You just pause the timer halfway through? What is this? 10 ways think- to stuff a beaver? Do you mean techniques or things you can stuff it with? Oh, my. Imagine if a listener was playing and said, please stop the timer. You go with your gut and you say what you hear. Oh, my God, Taz. Blew it. You blew it. 10 Moving ways to, to stuff one. a beaver. <laughs> Missionary <laughs> position. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. <laughs> In the shower? I don't know. <laughs> is that no, what you No, mean? yeah, we're moving on. Next okay, one here. Okay, next one. Name 10 <laughs> things you can put maple syrup on. One, two, a three, beaver. Four, five, six, uh, pancakes. Seven, eight, nine, 
Waffles, crepes, mashed potatoes, rice, snow. Yes. How many is that? Seven. Uh, you could put it on ice cream. You could put it on a piece of cake. And you could put it on. A salad. There we go. That's one of the technicalities where no answer is technically a wrong Because answer. you could put maple syrup yeah, on yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Okay. Uh, last one here, Taz. If you can get this one, you are truly a great Canadian. This one's pretty easy, though, too. Name 10 famous Canadian actors. One, two, three, Jim Carrey, four, Martin five, Short, six, Eugene seven, Levy, eight, John Candy, ten, Ryan Reynolds. 12, 13, uh, 14. 15, 16, oh boy. Come 17, on. 18, 19, uh, Mike Myers. 20, 21, <laughs> 22, uh, 24, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. One more? 28, yeah. Uh, yeah. Damn it. I can't believe you missed your boy. Who? Gosling. You said Ryan Reynolds. Gosling. Yeah. I should have gone bang, bang. Hmm. Double double Ryan would have got me the win. Yeah, fun little game there. What did I win? <sighs> Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> oh, pride? <laughs> I said if you get this one, you're a great Canadian, and you didn't get it. So, so unfortunately, I'm not a great Canadian. You're a, I mean, barely passable Canadian, I think. Oh, man. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.